This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle and the North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell's Specialty Repair. Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC. Stop by their location at 512 North 13th Street in Boise. Online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. And now here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today I've got a friend in the studio, a friend of many years. His name is Michael Borner, and uh, we're going to hear his story. We're going to hear about what he's doing now. Um, He's currently the CEO of Engage Technologies Group, Media and Technology. So first of all, Michael, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Ah, Skip, it's such a joy to be with you. (laughs) Longtime friends, you and Virginia are heroes in this community, (laughs) and it's just a pleasure to be here. Well, I don't know about heroes, but we're sure uh, (laughs) pleased to be a part of it and uh, on the team, so to speak. Well, Michael, what we'd like to do for our listening audience is to uh, have you go back in time and tell your story, you know, where you grew up and kind of marches through the the time and the dates or whatever and up till this education up until this point now well thank you skip i tell you i'm honored to be a an idahoan was born and raised here and i don't know about you but i've heard for the first time it's expensive to live in boise (laughs) well it's probably expensive everywhere yeah but uh i never thought of our community as a place where it would be tough We're, we're recruiting a lot of people in our organization, both on the yeah. company and the ministry. And yeah. anyway, just amazing as we think about the past, where we're at today. But yeah. I'm just, again, honored to be with you. So appreciate what you have done to invest in people. Mm. Of course, people know you as a, a coach and all the many yeah. things you've done with your incredible balance of of uh, capability and capacity in that uh, athletic world. But also uh, those of us who know you know your investment in people and the kingdom and Again, so grateful. Well, people, people are important, and uh, we like to share stories and hear other people's stories and and uh, what they do, and also how their faith has played a played a part in all this. Yeah. So, anyway, Michael, let's let's go back in time. Sure. Well, I tell you, the the faith trigger was really kind of what set me on a course. I was raised here. In Boise, went to Bora High School, mm-hmm. played for Coach Pankratz in you, football. Big D, you yeah. D? Yeah. So uh, I think we went 0-5, though. That was a bad year oh, to be playing for D. I wouldn't want to be around him at 0-5. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. Uh, but I uh, ended up going to uh, college in Phoenix to study computer science and then uh, went down to Arizona uh, as a young man who'd been raised in a faith that really uh, taught some very good things, but they also taught that you needed to really kind of be on more of the, the earning side mm. of being able to get to heaven yep. and uh, ended up meeting a, 
uh, Christian gal who's actually raised Jewish, and she was in the USA uh, Miss USA pageant, and she'd come through Phoenix, and mm-hmm. she was just uh, uh, strikingly beautiful, and mm-hmm. we ended up hitting it off, mm-hmm. and uh, she didn't know kind of really what I believed, but she was a brand new Christian, and yeah. I was trying to convert her over to what I believed, and yeah. uh, she made me go to a Christian church, yeah. and I just did it to appease the relationship, yep. and ended up along the way uh, coming in touch with this amazing concept of faith through grace yeah. alone. right? And uh, I would go to these services uh, knowing I could just, she actually lived in San Diego, so I would call her and let her know a long distance relationship mm-hmm. just to get points. Yeah, But I would find myself moved uh, at the end of a service and I couldn't figure out why. Mm. And I thought maybe it's the style, maybe it's the fact that they're kind of, you know, being much more energetic than I was used to. I didn't know what it was, but right. later I realized it was the preaching of the cross. Yeah. It was grace. Yeah. And so I ended up uh, visiting uh, a church that had uh, signed, or my the, my the girlfriend had written my name on the visitor's card, mm. hoping it would get a visit, which it did. Back then, 35 plus years ago, they actually used to visit your house on a Tuesday night if you visited the church. Mm-hmm. So I got a knock on the door and an invitation to come to a Wednesday night Bible study, which wow. I did, yeah. only to get points that I went to this <laughs> study to tell her. And uh, I just let him know. I was just kind of looking around and... And uh, I didn't tell him about the girlfriend, but uh, I told him a little bit about my faith background and said, well, there's somebody here who actually has similar situation. So I talked to that person. And that night, this gentleman named Bill Riddle said, you know, I want you to challenge, be, uh, be challenged by something, Michael. I don't want you to believe anything I've just told you. I want you to know this. Truth never fears yeah. investigation. Yeah. And that was the kind of fulcrum point for me to start to really look into what I believed. And through that journey, ended up coming to Christ and finding out that you can actually go to heaven based on Christ's finished work. Yeah. And that was a mind-blowing thing to me. And the big question was, wow, how many people know about this thing? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. And so that kind of grace message was extraordinary for me. And that's when I decided to, to uh, change my direction. Instead of computer science, I wanted to go into media. Mm-hmm. Not because I particularly had a love for media, but at the time, in the you know late 80s, early 90s, broadcast media TV, radio, print, billboards was kind of the way that you reached yeah. the masses. Yeah. There's no internet. Remember that? Right. No cell phones in your nope. hand. Nope. And so we ended up uh, uh, refocusing, and then I ended up joining a ministry back in Boise, Idaho, that was based in Burbank, California for 35 years. And they started doing missions films mm-hmm. all over the world, and they decided they didn't need to live in Burbank anymore. So they moved to the North End, built a little film studio behind their home. Hmm. And uh, Tom and Coral Hotchkiss were their names, incredible couple. Yeah. And they traveled the world, and they'd been looking for someone to come along for years to take it over. And so I joined their team, had to raise support to do it. And next thing you know, I'm in Paraguay, South America, in the Philippines, shooting films and being mentored by, I would call him a Moses Christian. Mm. And so it was an amazing experience. Unfortunately, he passed away just two years into that uh, relationship of congestive heart failure and um, it was just a very sad time, but a very exciting one because it just opened my eyes to what scaling the truth really looked like. Mm-hmm. And ever since my kind of uh, coming to Christ pivot point, it really hit me. I think it's John eight thirty two. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Right. And I've just been really excited and passionate about the idea of the concept of unity, mm-hmm. getting the church to work together across denominations yeah. in the ministry side to be able to have our uh, unified energies mm-hmm. that can really put that truth, mm-hmm. that simple effervescent truth out to the scaled masses. Yeah. And so for some reason, that's always been the passion ever since mm-hmm. then. 
And so for 15 years, we worked with the Christian Churches of the Treasure Valley through Mission Media and had some extraordinary fun times doing all kinds of broadcast media and events and yep. ended up on Gary Smalley's board of directors for years yes. and did a lot of events with Gary. And right. he had, we had uh, 8,500 people in the, mm-hmm. um, you know, Nampa, Idaho Center, his largest yep. event of, ever. Ever. Uh, and just a lot of real fun times working with the church mm-hmm. to try to reach the valley, not just in salvation and spiritual issues, but also marriage, parenting, leadership, et cetera. yeah. yeah. And that kind of led into, um, after 15 years of doing that, and we did fun things like, uh, if you remember the, the Grace Gift Parable, where we paid off people's parking tickets sure. as an idea. Mm-hmm. We, we had a, a group of pastors on the vision team. We'd, we'd put our kind of crazy big ideas behind, and we said, why don't we demonstrate what grace looks like yeah. in a modern parable? And like, well, what do you mean? I said, what if we asked Mayor Beter at the time if we could take over City Hall on a Saturday mm-hmm. and announced through the press that anyone who has unpaid parking tickets could come and have them paid off free of charge by mm-hmm. pastors sitting there with checkbooks <laughs> by simply asking. Wow. And it's, it, you know, you've broken the law, it's a simple infraction, but you owe a fine. Right. So what if somebody else paid it for you yeah. by simply asking? And that yeah. was kind of a modern day parable. Well, that ended up making the headline news oh, and then yeah. it went all over the nation and yeah. then it went uh, around the world in the press. Yeah. And uh, I remember getting a call from some woman in New York. She called me. Somehow she got my home number. She goes, hey, are you going to do this in New York City? We need some serious <laughs> grace here. The parking tickets are way. I said, well, yeah. I'm not sure, but thanks for the hustle. Yeah. But those types of things were just a real joy yeah. to get churches to work together and to promote, first of all, the, the beautiful power of this incredible grace-based message, right. as well as the fact that these churches, though they have different names, all come from the same cloth in terms mm-hmm. of they're all one church. Yeah. And especially, you know, particularly, of course, those who agree in this whole Mm -hmm. doctrinal uh, Trinitarian view of of grace. Yeah. So after 15 years of doing this, um, began to find some research. This is back in 2005 that people were going online. Of course, the Internet had just really exploded. Yeah. We didn't have any video on the Internet yet. So this is all dial up days. If you remember what a modem Mm, sound looked like, sounded like. So I, I ended up finding this piece of research that showed that about 19 or 20% of the people online were getting uh, music like iTunes. Yes. Um, and then people were looking at things like eBay, but over 30% of people online were looking for spiritual information. Mm. And that just really struck me that, wow, that's a lot of people yeah. intentionally seeking out right. spiritual guidance. And so I thought, wow, this would be interesting. What if we could actually have a presence on the internet, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to think of this now, but back then, that would be a safe and trusted place for people to find truth, right? not just about their faith, but also about their marriage, their parenting, their mm-hmm. uh, uh, lives as well. And so back in 2005, we started working on an idea called iQuestions, which was the concept of pulling together the finest minds, the Gary Smalley's, the Kevin Lehman's, yeah. et cetera, who are the, the best minds that there are, the uh, Ken Blanchard's, and what if we recorded them mm-hmm. in a way where they could answer questions that are about two or three minutes in length, so it would feel like you're sitting across the coffee table from a leading expert mm-hmm. by simply clicking on a mouse, yeah. and suddenly their wisdom was yours yeah. instantly. Wow. Now, it's kind of amazing to think when we came up with that idea, there was no YouTube. Mm-hmm. There was no video on the internet hardly anywhere because the dial-up was now switching to this wonderful thing called broadband. Broadband, yep. Skip, 256K. <laughs> Unbelievable you know, speeds. Yep. And so we realized, hey, what if we built a concept where every single video was made specifically to be consumed on the internet and summoned with a, 
with a mouse click. And mm-hmm. people kind of forget before 2006, there was no such thing of summoning wisdom on the internet for video. It had to be on a DVD wow. or a VHS. Yeah. So from the history of time until just, you know, just a handful of years ago, right. you couldn't click and summon an expert. You had to go find it on some sort of medium. Yeah. So this is a major idea and we set out to uh, get that done. But honestly, it was a bit of a challenging moment for me because we wanted it to be free. We mm-hmm. just saw it as an extension of our work with the churches, but now yeah. at a much bigger level. And the church community here jumped on it. We started with an initial launch called the Answer Bank and later changed it to the iQuestions mm-hmm. and realized this was a really almost a global vision mm-hmm. because we could work with the finest experts who are already published, you know, authors that sold right. millions of books. And somehow, by God's grace, we were introduced to that group and Gary got behind it and called all of his friends. So we didn't have to deal with any agents. Yep. We went right to the authors. Yep. And fortunately, some wonderful people invested, but I had to make a tough decision in order to make this free, we need to have well-placed advertising on the site mm-hmm. to make it you know, possible to fund it, which meant it was no longer a nonprofit. Yeah. And so I had to make a decision, do I step away from Mission Media and do this? I just saw it as an extension, yeah. but it forced us into doing that. So it went on a long fast and prayed and just went, okay, Lord, I feel like we're supposed to, to do this. Yeah. So we expend, expended our vision and launched iQuestions.com and went to the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters, and launched it. We won... Uh, awards there. We had a big national press conference. And uh, uh, Larry Ross from A. Larry Ross PR from Dallas came mm-hmm. and helped with a big PR thing. And we had all these reporters for the big national announcement. And they, they just were blown away by the content. We shot over 2,000 originally produced pieces oh, of content. Yeah. Wow. Gorgeous dolly track lights, movie style. Yeah. And we shot it in broadcast high definition in widescreen. And people ask me, why in the world are you shooting it in, in high def, right. in widescreen? Because back then, people didn't have plasma screens mm-hmm. on their walls. They, mm-hmm. Everything was still yeah. a yeah. skinny kind of four yeah. by three right. ratio. But I had learned over my career, if you start with a high end, you can always res it down, yeah. but you can't res it up. Yeah. So we shot it that way. And so we're at the press conference, and the reporters were super excited. And they said, man, well, this is amazing. There's nothing like this on the internet. It's the first of its kind. Um, what is it going to cost? I can't remember the exact num- number I gave. I said, well, it's only $25 per video when you click on it. And it was just this hushed, quiet silence, like, what? And I'm like, just kidding, it's free. <laughs> so, it's a fun moment. But that was kind of us- what ushered us into this concept of scaled truth using new technology and the major marketplace behavioral shift that was going on. And of course, yeah. the internet exploded uh, afterward. And so the internet site itself uh, ended up becoming very difficult to be profitable. We set out to raise about $15 million, and we found out we ran out of friends at about $5 million. Yeah. And then there were those who uh, said, hey, we'll go ahead and, and raise the money from venture capital, but we really didn't want to raise it from venture capital because they need you to have an exit, yeah. a sale, right. somewhere between three to five, seven years. Right. And that's, I mean, we wanted to be profitable and give our investors a great return, but right. we didn't want to have to be forced to flip it. Right. That wasn't why we started it. Yeah. So we decided to stay with private funding, and we couldn't get there on a third of the budget. But uh, a lot of internet sites had a hard time, you know, getting hey, hundred thousand views, and we made five dollars on the ad. <laughs> so we ended up realizing what we'd really created was a new methodology for transferring knowledge very rapidly. Yeah, because if you think about it, being able to click on something that's highly specific to your need and having it come to you in a brief amount of time is kind of like grabbing the middle of a cinnamon roll. That's what the PC really want. Sure. And so a short video on how do I get my teenager to do their homework or what do I do with this conflict in my marriage yeah. and having them, the greatest mind answer that was just amazing. Yeah. 
So what we Rapid ended up response. Yeah, I mean, right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And we shot the video with them looking right at the camera. Mm-hmm. So you really felt like they were looking into your eyes yeah. and they had the compassion and they're just amazing communicators. So it was a really exciting way to scale their sure. life's work. And so we flew around the country shooting all this content and just had a blast getting into all these amazing authors. And then what we realized is, wait a minute, what if we designed software to intelligently organize all these short form videos and put them into a sequence? Mm. We call that an arc of engagement. So a few videos, two, three, four, five of them in a row right. that all kind of guided you to a uh, eventual outcome of something would be really valuable for that mentor to teach mm-hmm. you something mm-hmm. in a very important kind of story arc. Sure. And so we started bringing in software developers. And next thing you know, we have a whole new way to deliver the content, to wrap a brand around it for a church or a counselor or for others. So it was a bit ahead of its time. Everybody wanted it. But back then, we had to integrate it into a church's or a counselor's website. Right. Hey, where's Jimmy who comes in once every other month and volunteers on our website? Mm-hmm. So it became difficult to actually integrate. Mm-hmm. People were happy to pay a subscription to have all this content, millions yeah. of dollars worth of content. But we were a bit ahead of our time when it came to integration. But someone sent um, a gentleman here from our valley that was uh, working for one of the big hospitals who was in business development to see what we'd done. Mm -hmm. And he came in and said, Ed, I'd love to see what you guys are doing. And we showed him this whole story arc Mm -hmm. sequence video content because it also has a consistency of messaging. Yeah. The content is perfectly told every time. And he said, this is amazing. What are your plans for healthcare?" Yeah, there you go. And so this is where yeah. the chapter changed. Yeah. I said, well, honestly, we thought about healthcare, but we don't come from a healthcare background, so we hadn't really pursued it. Mm. And he said, um, well, what if um, you let me bring some people over to see it? Mm-hmm. So uh, this was an incredible moment. His name is Ed Castledine, incredible leader, mm-hmm. a visionary gentleman. And he brought us in to meet with executives at the hospital, and he brought in nurses and doctors and administrators and all these people. So for several months... We met Mm -hmm. uh, with these leaders, and that eventually led us to the point where they said, this is the future, let's partner together, and then we ended up making hundreds of short-form videos that would help a person through surgery. Wow! So suddenly, you'd get an email, tap a link, and it tells you exactly what you need to know for your pre- and post-op instructions. Yeah, that's awesome. Explain in a really nice, simple way, perfectly um, consistent across that continuum of care, and it ended up being a really exciting new kind of a debut and right here in Boise, Idaho was yeah. the first. Right. And then we went from there and ended up landing companies like Johnson and Johnson. And you'd be familiar with coach K. Oh, so yeah. he's had two hip replacement surgeries. Yep. He was their spokesman. So we landed mm-hmm. that agreement mm-hmm. and shot all the content for a person going through hip replacement surgery and coach K kind of walking you through the whole process. <laughs> and then many other great healthcare companies along the way. Yeah. So That's it's great. kind of an accidental businessman. Did not mean to get into that space, and we spoke at a big conference in San Francisco, and uh, it was a competition, and we ended up winning for the most innovative new healthcare company. Mm-hmm. People were tweeting, like, where do these guys come from? Yeah. But we kind of blended this world of technology with storytelling focused on certain domain knowledge, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what's really grown and blossomed along the way. Wow. Wow. What a story, man. That's, that's exciting stuff. Well, Michael, um, if our listening audience wanted to tune in, say, for spiritual growth, what, where would they go? So what's exciting about this new technology, it's grown over the last number of years, and our company now, uh, Engage Technologies, is utilizing a new method of mobile technology that makes things finally simple. Mm-hmm. So if you remember just a number of years ago, not everyone had a smartphone. 
And the speed wasn't fast enough really to stream video like it is now. Right. So we finally hit that inflection point where almost everyone has a smartphone mm -hmm. capable of streaming video. And so our new technology allows us to be able to do something that we've always wanted, and that is how do you go into a specific sequence of understanding about something you care a lot yeah. about? Yeah. We call it height of interest, time mm -hmm. of need. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that without needing to download an app? Yeah. Not another password. How many passwords do we have oh, to manage? Man. Yeah. And email, please no more email. Yeah. And so we finally figured out a way to match the biggest changes in consumer behavior, which is mobile first. People want to use their phones first. Mm -hmm. Second, they love short form video. Mm -hmm. And third, they have a channel preference for text. Mm -hmm. Text is kind of the way most of us really prefer to communicate. Right. It's fast. There's almost no spam. The only ones that are in our text are our friends or family members or things we've invited there. And no matter how busy people are, they're usually inbox zero mm -hmm. on text, mm -hmm. unlike the craziness of email. Oh, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Or the never-ending kind of river of social media. And so if you can get in the text world, so we finally figured out a way so someone can actually send themselves a text to a certain short code, like mm -hmm. 72,000, and then they type in the word that matches what the context requires. Like I was just showing you before we started, if yeah. you're in a dental chair and the right. doctor tells you you need a dental implant, what's that and why is it $3,500? <laughs> well, just text this or now you can actually scan a QR code. And what we do is we make that, the phone's camera scan a QR code and automate a text. So it fills it out for you. You tap send and then boom. Mm -hmm. You have right there on your phone a link that allows you to be able to see exactly what you need right there when mm -hmm. it matters, when you're leaned in, when you're interested in learning and it's wrapped in the brand of that practice. Right. So it looks like it came from them. And we have three short 90 second videos that explain exactly what you need mm -hmm. to know. Well, that saves a huge amount oh, of time man, for the provider. Absolutely. It's portable so I can take it home and show mm -hmm. my spouse. Mm -hmm. And it's also perfectly told and emotionally engaging because we spend a lot of time listening to the medical advisory board and the key advisors in that industry who know how to do this every day because that's what they do. So we do a huge amount of shadowing and listening. So we build the content so it replicates the human behavior and the sequence of questions that they have. Mm. It's not meant to replace anything. It's just meant to be a really good companion with that right. provider. Right. But when you can improve operational efficiencies, you can help decisions be made faster, especially when you can have the content go to them before they even arrive. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you knew most everything you need to know before you even show up, how yeah. much that helps the process. And also in many cases, people need to make decisions where there's a financial um, choice. So uh, the number one surgery in the world is cataract surgery. Mm -hmm. It's done on more people than anything else. Mm -hmm. And the cataract in the eye is just simply uh, something, it's like the back windshield of a convertible. Starts out clear, over time it gets really kind of thick and hard to see through. That's just like the, the yeah, eye lens. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so have you had cataract no, surgery? No, I okay. haven't. So I'm, I'm amazed you don't have any glasses and you can seem to read fine. <laughs> so in cataract yeah. surgery, uh, they cut out the cataract and they replace it with an artificial lens. Right. Seems simple enough. But the thing is, insurance only pays for the basic lens. Mm -hmm. If you want the trifocal lens that gets put right in your eye, yeah. many people, you can completely get rid of glasses. Mm -hmm. You can thread a needle at right. 80 years old. Right. But that's out of pocket. Yeah. And so we have a technology, we're partnered with uh, Johnson & Johnson and Alcon and some other amazing companies that allow us to be able to help that process of patient education so the patient can watch content mm -hmm. before they even get to the doctor. And by the time they do, they can understand it and go, oh, this is why $2,000 to $4,000 per eye 
it's worth spending that because every day for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. I don't have to buy glasses, deal with glasses, prescription changes. And so we're seeing a huge lift in yeah. this conversion ratio yeah. Yeah. because yeah. of the proper yeah. education. Yeah. Great, great stuff, Michael. We're talking with Michael Borner. And, and Michael, um, kind of back to the question I asked before, uh, how can people connect website or if they were interested in a particular subject what would you what advice would you give them to be able to connect with with what you're doing uh well in terms of our company you mean like our website or yeah um well our website is engagetg.com so the word engage in the technology group engagetg.com uh, and that kind of shows the the multiple arenas that we're in and mm-hmm. dentistry ophthalmology, optometry, plastic surgery, dermatology, hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're also, on a personal level, I'm very excited about is we have donated this technology. Actually, it's been acquired through a, a stock donation that Natalie and I provided mm-hmm. to the ministry of Mission Media. Yeah. And so we now have the ability to take all of this sophisticated technology in the nonprofit philanthropic ministry world and use it for discipleship mm-hmm. and evangelism mm-hmm. and arenas where we can give this to other people in yeah. healthcare environments where they're underserved. Sure. So we're really excited about the rapid transfer of knowledge in environments where yeah. you can use it for people to grow in numbers of ways. Yeah. So that that's all on the website. You can get the healthcare site is uh, gomissionmedia.com is, is okay. the, the Go ministry site. gomissionmedia.com. Right. Go. Yeah, we're just restanding that up after kind of being dormant for a while. Okay. But we've got uh, full-time staff now on the Mission Media side to okay. start serving local churches and using these new workflows in a way Absolutely. to really add value. Absolutely. Gomissionmedia.com. Yeah. Exciting stuff, Michael. Well, we've got just about a little over a minute left. And I, I want to go back to the beginning where you told a story about uh, – uh, you came to the understanding of grace alone and mm-hmm. not on your own. That had to be quite a changing moment for you, a, a game changer. It really was. And it's something you just wish people understood mm-hmm. and from the beginning. Because if you think about the life of Christ, he was filled with grace. He was also filled with truth, but he st- was still so effervescent and attractive yeah. to, the, to the mass population. And so that's what I believe the local church has the ability to do by demonstrating grace and leading people to truth. It's, it's an amazing combination. Oh, absolutely. Well, you're doing a lot of good in the, in the community and in the world, really, Michael. And uh, it's been great to have you come in and share your story and share what you're presently doing. And hope our listening audience will kind of check this out and uh, be uh, on the alert. And uh, once again, we just, we just thank you so much for being a guest on Game Plan for Life. Oh, Skip, thank you so much. Thank you for the way you invest in people and always will. You are a blessing. Well, thank you, Michael. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Christian Brothers Automotive, Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's, oh yes we did. Rocket Express Car Wash, it's a blast. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Aflac. Canyon County Habitat for Humanity. And Idaho Window Tinting. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.